Thanks for listening to Rama for Today. Now, for us to understand how God leads us through our spirits, to understand guidance, we'll have to understand the makeup of man, as we pointed out to you yesterday. Man is actually a spirit being. He has a soul, and he lives in a body. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin starts his timeless teaching entitled, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, Kenneth and Lynette will tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin's classic message. Open your Bibles again today to the 8th chapter of Romans and to the 20th chapter of the book of Proverbs. These particular verses will be our text. We'll look at them every day, examine them in detail further along in the lessons. But these are our text for this series. For we are talking about how to be led by the Spirit. And these verses enlighten us concerning that matter. Romans chapter 8 verse 14 first of all. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The 16th verse said, The Spirit itself, or the margin says himself, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And then in Proverbs, the 20th chapter and the 27th verse, The Spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. One translation reads, The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord. That means that God will enlighten us and will guide us through our spirits. Now, for us to understand how God leads us through our spirits, to understand guidance, we'll have to understand the makeup of man, as we pointed out to you yesterday. Man is actually a spirit being. He has a soul, and he lives in a body. Now, there's nowhere in the Bible that the Bible says that God, his spirit bears witness with our bodies that we're the children of God. There's nowhere in the Bible that he said his spirit bears witness with our souls that we're the children of God. But he said his spirit bears witness with our spirits. With our spirits. Hallelujah. And so we talk sometime at length about uh, this inner man, the inward man, the outward man. We talked about what is our spirit. We talked about uh, what it means, what's the difference between spirit and soul. 
We'll pick up with the verse that we left off with yesterday, and that's Hebrews 4.12. That said, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Now, we've not been able to divide them, soul and spirit, as we ought, because we're more soul conscious than we are spirit conscious. Much of what we call spiritual development is only soulish development. Much of what we call spiritual worship is in the soul realm, not, not in the spirit realm at all, but in the soul realm. And because folks don't know the difference, well then they, they're, they're just more soulless than they are spiritual, and that's the one reason that they don't uh, understand spiritual things as they ought. This text here in Proverbs, and I especially like the expression used here, the spirit of man. Not the soul of man. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly. Now we pointed out this, that Jesus, talking about the Holy Spirit, said in John's Gospel, the 7th chapter, the 37th through the 39th verse, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture is said, out of his belly. Now you notice the expression there in Proverbs said, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. And so he said, Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. There's something we need to learn here that I'm sure very few have ever seen. You see, the Holy Spirit's dwelling in our spirits. Here's one great advantage of praying with other tongues. When you pray with other tongues, your spirit prays, not the Holy Spirit, your spirit. Remember 1 Corinthians 14, 14 that we looked at? I'm just hitting a few high spots, so then I want to hook on to it and go along. A few high spots that we've already been over. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding's unfruitful. The Amplified said, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit within me prayeth. Now it's my spirit doing the praying, it's the Holy Spirit in my spirit that gives my spirit the utterance. He said, but my understanding is unfruitful. You see, our understanding is a part of our soul, our mind, our mental makeup, and our emotional part of our being is our soulish part. But when I pray out of my spirit, my understanding, my soul is unfruitful. My understanding is unfruitful. My understanding don't know what I said. Now, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching the inward parts of the belly. And he speaks about being filled with the Holy Ghost. And out of your innermost being or out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, sometimes when you even pray with tongues and people get into bondage and into trouble along this line, get into the flesh and 
into the soul realm and out of the spirit realm again. They speak with tongues in the spirit, but many times they interpret out of the soul. It may surprise you, but that's how I believe the truth. Because they think everything they speak ought to be interpreted, so they try to pick up something with their mind and say it. No, everything that's spoken with tongues doesn't have to be interpreted or shouldn't even be interpreted. Are you listening to me? You always want that unction in your spirit to interpret. You don't want to just try something or just force something. If there isn't anything flowing out of your spirit, out of your innermost being, shall flow rivers of living water. Are you listening to me? I've seen people say to people, you know, feel like God has a message of you and they'd speak in tongue and tell them, said, now interpret that. <laughs> well, now really, that's ignorance gone to seed. Amen. Are you listening to me? Don't try to force any interpretation. Let it come out of your spirit, not out of your soul. Not out of your mind. Don't try to make up something. And if it just isn't there, why well, don't, don't try to force anything. Now sometimes, sometimes, even in praying, I, I find out that I interpret my prayers. But now then again, in praying in other tongues, I find out no interpretation. Interpretation has anything to do with it. My spirit searcheth. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching the inward parts of the belly. And the Holy Spirit is residing, if you'll pardon the expression, in my belly. You see, go back here to John. If you doubt that, go back to John's Gospel, the 7th verse. 7th chapter, 37th verse. If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believeth on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So you see the Holy Spirit's dwelling, another translation said, not only out of his belly, but out of his innermost me being. That's a better way to say it. The Holy Spirit's dwelling in my innermost being. And another way of saying Proverbs 20, 27 would be the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly are of, the, of your innermost being. Well, I found that my spirit very often, I'm not talking about interpretation. Now, that's a different thing entirely. Will know what I'm praying. My spirit will know that. And because, you see, the Holy Spirit's dwelling in my spirit, my spirit searches the inner parts, innermost part. And my spirit will know what the Holy Spirit is saying to my spirit. My spirit will pass it on to my mind. We'll get to that in a minute, how he does it. And uh, there's just a whole world out there in the spirit. Some people become fearful because, you see, uh, they operate in the soul realm, and in the soul realm you can have demon activity as well as Holy Spirit activity, and many have never learned different. You're listening to Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Hey, listen, hon, we have a great offer, yes. and I want, I, I want to talk about it in just a minute. We have the uh, CDs, six CDs, How to Be Led by the Spirit of God, Four CDs, The Name of Jesus, and the Believer's Authority CDs, four of them. And these are great CDs. Now, they have taken these messages 
And that's the way all of my dad's books were written. Written. They took his messages, they transcribed them, they put them into book form. And what yes. do you have over there? I have the Believer's Authority Legacy Edition. Yes. The Name of Jesus Legacy Edition and if, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God Legacy Edition. Well, why is edition. it called the Legacy Edition? Well, because we took additional uh, teachings that your dad, after he passed, we took additional teachings that he had done. On and these subjects. On these subjects and added them and made a legacy edition. Okay, now, so we have talked to you. There's three books. There's three sets of CDs. Yes. Now, we have a special offer. That's right. You have a choice. You can have the three books for forty for a gift of $40 or more, or you can get the CDs for a gift of $40 or more. You know, honey, some people like to read. Some people like to listen. But what if I want both? Well, if you want both, you can get both of them for $80 for or a more. gift of $80 or, or more. Hey, yes. go right now to your computer and order these right now. You're going to want to have these. The Believer's Authority yes. is the book that has set more people free than any other book or set of CDs that my dad in ever did. In fact, honey, you need to listen to those at least once a year. Yes. Yes. In fact, I had a, I was just talking with one of our Rhema pastors, and he said there is two things that he does every year. Uh-huh. In January, he tries to listen to the CDs, and about the middle of the year, he, he reads, reads the, the book. book. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org for more great resources. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.